welcome to Free Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, come on down to your mat and we'll get started. Welcome. And if you're just joining us, we are in Down Dog. And if you need a child's pose at any time, you take it. But have a few moments to pedal out, bend and straighten your knees. And one at a time, both together, all's good. Take it slow, like you're doing a pose that's called bent knee down dog on one side, and then this different pose called bent knee down dog other side. The reality of down dog is that most of our knees should be bent at least a little bit all the time because it helps you to lift your hips up and back. Even if you're very flexible and can straighten both legs, what your teacher sees from the outside when you do that is a rounded low back for pretty much all of us, even those of us who practice every day. And we want to get the low back as long, tailbone as lifted as possible. Bending your knees activates the leg muscles and allows you to pull your abdominals in more. So you get that action of the abdominal lift that lengthens your low back. Once you've moved side to side enough to feel like you've, you've investigated your hamstrings, pause in a down dog with at least a soft knee. And it could be a very bent knee, depending on your hamstring flexibility. And there is just so many, there's so many factors that go into what our legs should be like in down dog. Pick something that allows you to feel like you're lifting your hips up and back and you're doing it right. Notice your low back if it starts to round, get kind of like flat or, or concave. You're going to bend your knees more so that the spine comes in and lengthens. The other key in your down dog is that you want to be able to feel your abdominals pull in. Hip creases up and back, abdominals in. That's hard to get to if the legs are too straight. So you just find the happy medium where abdominals are in and low back feels like it's in its natural curve. We're going to look forward. We're going to walk forward and take ragdoll. Here's another one where bending your knees is going to be a good idea for all of us, even the most flexible among us. You can straighten your legs here. Totally cool. But what we're looking for is the ability of your hip joint and your, your hip crease to fold so that your spine can drop as, as much as possible. If we're too straight in our legs, we'll take on again that, that kind of rounding of, of the low back. And, and there'll be some, but we want to make sure we're not holding this pose in the low back. That if you're doing anything, if you're holding anywhere, it's from this bend of the knees that makes it almost a squat that the leg muscles are working rather than the low back muscles. Another thing to do here, if you do tend to be tighter in the hamstrings, slide your arms between your chest and your thighs. Really allow your rib cage to rest. 
And then you breathe into your upper back, the space behind your heart, a little bit lower than that, down to your lowest ribs. It's another part that plays a big role in, in how we feel in pyramid pose or any forward fold is that mid-back area, which for even the most flexi among us gets pretty tight from everyday activity and or lack of activity. Release your hands to your mat and bring your feet together. On your inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose. Press your feet down and lengthen up. Let your shoulders soften and your arms get bright. And then we'll bow forward, bending at the knees first. That gives you a little bit of a um, release valve in the fold. Breathe in, lift halfway again. We keep these a little bent so that you can draw your spine long to pull your abdominals up and in. And plant your hands. We'll step back. Low push-up. Press the hands into the mat. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog looks great. Look forward. And walk or lightly hop to your hands. And breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out full. Here we go. Press your feet down. Inhale. Reach up to standing. Squeeze your legs. Lift your abdominals. Lift your heart. But soften the tops of your shoulders. And bow with your exhale. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And we'll breathe out, down dog. Then look forward, walker lightly hop to your hands. We'll breathe in, lift halfway. Good. And bow forward, breathe out. Press your feet down, inhale, reach up. And exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. <laughs> Breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Have a breath here. Empty. All the way out, all of it. Then look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. We'll breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. 
Oh, we'll move into some lunging salutations just to keep getting warm. Ukatasana chair pose. And exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet a bit apart. Then take your right foot back. On your inhale, reach up, crescent lunge, bend your back knee, lift your abdominals, lift your chest, but soften the shoulders. We'll take hands to the mat. You could step to down dog or low push up. Breathe in, up dog, and breathe out, down dog. See your feet about hip distance apart. Then step your right foot forward on that same track so that when you step into the lunge, they're hip distance apart. Reach up. And then hands to the front of your mat. Step up. We'll bring the feet together at center here. Point of reference. Inhale, lift halfway. That just keeps us organized. And then bow forward, breathe out. If your feet don't touch at center, no big deal. On your inhale, Ukatasana, chair pose, sit back, dig your heels in, lift your abdominals up. We'll exhale, bow forward. Then inhale, lift halfway, flat back, walk the feet about hip distance apart. And you step the left foot back into the lunge and reach up. The feet on two track gives you more balance. So there's no tightrope walking. Press into your feet as you bring your hands down and hands to your mat. You breathe out, low push up. Breathe in. Yeah. And breathe all the way out. Checking with your feet, be sure they're about hip distance. And step your left foot forward. Press down into your feet, lift your chest, lift your arm, and then hands to the mat front and step up. Feet together at center. We'll breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. We'll take Sun B Ukatasana chair pose. And exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Then plant your hands, step back, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out down dog and checking in the feet or hip distance. Step the right foot forward, that same track. Back foot turns flat at an angle. As you come up, squeeze your back leg to help you lift the chest. And then keep the feet planted, press them down as you bring your hands to the mat. Low push up. Breathe in. Down dog. Breathe all the way out, feet are parallel, pointing straight forward. 
you step your left foot straight forward on that line, back foot turns to the diagonal and presses down and back to let you lift up. Keep pressing into both feet as you bow. Hands to the mat. Breathe out. Breathe in. Good. And breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Adding on Utkatasana, chair pose. And exhale, we'll fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. Low push-up, breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Get empty, feet are parallel. Step your right foot forward. Back foot turns flat at the diagonal. You reach up. Then you're going to open into warrior two. Use your whole breath. You're turning your back foot parallel with the back edge of the mat and walking your front foot over toes straight ahead. Beat in one line. When you breathe in, reverse. And then cartwheel down to low push-up. Plant your hands. Step your right foot back. Feet are about hip distance. You press the floor. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Step your left foot straight forward. Back foot turns flat diagonal and presses down and back. Take your time with your exhale. Turn your upper body, open the arms. Then walk your front foot over as you bring your back foot parallel with the back edge of the mat. Front knee stays pointing in the same direction as second toe. Reach your left arm up. Then press into your feet as you cartwheel down. Low push up. Breathe in, good. And breathe all the way out. Have a breath in. And let it go. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold forward. Press your feet down, soft knees as you roll up to stand. And take the arms up overhead. And then eagle pose, wrap your right arm underneath. Right leg over top, you could go to uh, the intertwined arms. That might be a lot on your wrists or shoulders or fingers. If it feels like it's happening at your hands or something's uncomfortable in your shoulders, take the bear hug wrap. We're gonna use this slightly differently than we usually do. Squeeze your lower legs together. So shin bones towards center, lift your chest. And then we're gonna bow, drawing your abdominals in, hinge at your hip 
and let your upper body come as close to your lower body as it will go. You need to reposition your arms too. If you need to take your arms out of it, do. Let your upper back round, chin drop in. Hug your shin bones together. And then from here, if your arms are bound, release them, fingertips to the mat, unwind the legs, press both feet down, feel the difference in the two legs, and then roll up to stand. And we'll take the other side. Left arm underneath, could intertwine, you could wrap once, you could go for the bear hug. Either way, uh, this time, whatever modification you take, have a wrap, have a hug style and then hug the shin bones in as well, into center, however they're wrapped. Lift up through your abdominals, lift up through your chest. We're gonna hinge at the hip. Take your time bowing, getting your chest as close to your thighs as it will go. If you need to take the arms out of it to balance, do. If you've got blocks that can help you balance, use those. As you're bowing, breathe into your upper back. So what we're doing is we're preparing the upper back for that bow of pyramid. And also squeeze the inner, or squeeze the shin bones toward each other. Squeeze the lower legs into one another, stabilize. Big breath here. Take your fingertips to the floor if they're not already. Unwind your legs. Press into both feet and roll up to standing. Mountain pose, arms overhead. And exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And plant your hands, step back, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog, cool. Breathe out, down dog. On your inhale, you're gonna take your right leg back and up behind you, squeeze it tight, keep the hips square with the mat. So leg only lifts as far as you can do it with the hips in line, no opening. When you exhale, take a step into a low lunge and then keep your hands down at the floor or bring them on blocks. And if you don't have blocks and you'd like some, we're loaning ours out. Uh, just message me and we'll, we'll get a time to get you some. From here, you're gonna rock back. Pause, whatever degree, you can rock back. And then do make sure your feet feel grounded. If you feel like your back leg is slipping away from you, like you're slowly sliding in the back foot, step it up a bit. Keep the heel off the floor uh, so that there's a little, a little lift to it. And check in with your front foot, make sure it's pointing straight ahead. When you look at your two feet here, look to one to the other, you're on two separate tracks, so about hip distance. And what we have here is lifted pyramid. So the, the back heel is lifted. Um, that's just the name I came up with. This is not a traditional pose. However, over time I've noticed it's a really effective pose and it can be a really good substitute if pyramid makes you feel like nothing's really happening, you're just stuck. Get the back heel up, have both feet pointing straight ahead. And then the action that we want from this pose or from the, the standard pyramid is a press through the front foot 
that draws your right hip into center. So do this for a second. Let the right hip float out to the side. Just forget about pressing into your feet for a moment. It'll do it by itself. And then press into your front foot and squeeze your hips to the center line. So it's your feet hip distance apart. Your hips and your spine are at center. One more breath here. You may feel hamstring, you may feel outer hip more, you may feel both. When you exhale, bend into your front knee and then you step back down dog or low push up, press into your hands, slow steady work, squeeze the right leg tightly after the, all that uh, opening, right? You want to stabilize it as you move through the plank. Breathe in and then breathe out. And then you bring your left leg up behind you, squeeze it tight, keep the hips square to the mat. And then exhale, step into a lunge. Feet are on two separate tracks, both sets of toes pointing straight ahead, feet are about hip distance. Hands on blocks is great here. You're gonna straighten the front leg. And then again, you can do that little test, let your hips sway out to the left. Just stop pressing into your feet and then press into your front foot, anchor into the ball of the back foot to keep your hips, to bring them back to center and to keep them there. And then a little bit of, of kind of an awareness in the upper body. Let your elbows soften. So if you're, if you're really reaching to touch the ground or your blocks, go a little higher with the blocks with a prop. Even take your arms to your legs if you don't have a prop so that the elbows can soften, base can soften, jaw can soften. And then at your abdominals, you're pulling in. So the, the lower abdominals, once we're between your hip points, they draw in, navel draws to spine. Your front knee can be as bent as it needs to be to allow you to draw in through your abdominals. And if you're not drawing in through your abdominals, bend your front knee until you can get it. Then start to straighten the front knee and notice when your abdominals drop out of the picture and, and that's gone too far. So only straight, straighten your front leg as you can keep that abdominal support. On your next inhale, you draw your heart forward. You'll plant your hands and step back. Again, you're gonna squeeze the left leg tightly as you lower, because it's been getting some, some deep work there. Breathe in, upward facing dog, and breathe out, down dog. Okay, standard style pyramid. First thing you're gonna do is step your right foot forward, come up to warrior one. Back foot is turned flat at the diagonal. You get out of warrior one, we bring hands to hips, and you're gonna look to your back foot, see that it's at the diagonal. Whatever diagonal is for you is good. We're gonna step it up about 10, 11 inches, 12 inches. It's not rocket science or brain surgery. Just enough that you can square your hips more to the front of your mat. So in warrior one, they're at a bit of a diagonal. In pyramid, we want them pretty square, but luckily none of us are, are like actually square. We're not SpongeBob, like we're not actually square at our hips. Uh, so you won't be perfectly aligned, but a lot more so than you were. Front knee stays bent as we lift up and the 
back leg stays super straight and tight as you bow forward. Then you can bring your hands to blocks and let your head, your upper back drop. Now for most of us, if we start pressing through the feet and you can go ahead and do that for experiment's sake, start pressing into your feet and just let your hips kind of slide over the right. You don't have to try too hard. Then squeeze your back leg, press down into that foot. Press into your front foot in a way that brings your hips back to center. Now, if this is just unreasonable, right? And unreasonable would be you can't pull your lower abdominals in, you can't breathe, your jaw's tight, you're not enjoying yourself in any way, shape, or form, right? That's unreasonable. Then go back to that lifted variation where you pop your back heel up, stay in the same uh, arrangement with the upper body with the front leg, but you're just giving yourself that little release valve in the back leg. It's safer, it's more effective right, to have that rotation of the leg back there. It's just a different rotation of the leg that will allow some of us who have tighter hips and hamstrings to keep the hips in at center, the spine at center, the abdominals drawn in, in a way that the flat foot can't. Right? And if that's you, stay with this. Most importantly in this pose, right? get your feet grounded, your hips centered, your abdominals in, and allow the bow to happen in your upper body. Front knee again can be as bent as you need it to be. If you've been here a while, things are starting to feel like they're opening. You can play with straightening it. Back leg stays straight and squeeze tight regardless. It's helping to hold you up and support your spine. On your next inhale, you draw your heart forward. Plant your hands and step back. Low push up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog, good work. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Step your left foot forward, back foot flat at the diagonal. You come up, warrior one. Then we'll bring the arms out of it, hands to your hips. And you'll notice your hips are kind of off at a diagonal if you're doing warrior one properly. Back foot to the diagonal. You're gonna step that up somewhere between eight and 12 inches. You'll know better than I will how much you need to square your hips-ish to the front if you're not perfectly, like don't get the ruler or the level out. Front knee is bent, lift your abdominals. We'll bow. And once you've bowed forward and you could use blocks, you could use whatever you got to lay your hands on, but then you can start to work on uh, you know, straighten the front leg if you want. First, stop pressing through your feet, let the hips slide out to the side, to the left. And everything kind of comes off center here, the spine comes off center, and the weight comes out of the feet and it becomes less grounded. So stamp your back foot down to the mat, squeeze your back leg, and then press into your front foot in a way that brings your hips back to center. Again, if that's gone too much, like if there's just like red hot pain, nerve pain, knee pain, or you just you can't get abdominal lift and deep breath, spin your back heel up. 
That's one release valve bending the front knee is another release valve. Look for how your spine and upper back, neck area are doing. If they're tight and holding on, alleviate some tension by decreasing the load on the legs, which would be that back heel lift or the front knee bend so that you can get the spinal action of rounding down over the leg. And breath into the back, rib cage spreading. And inhale, draw your heart forward. Plant your hands, we'll step back, take your time. Squeeze the legs, rock forward, breathe in. Down dog, breathe out. And then we'll come to child's pose. Any variation you like. And if you prefer another pose to close this 30 minute practice, you are welcome to take it. Generally, have a quiet moment to let things settle in and whatever works in your body for that is good. When you're ready, make your way to seated. Take a moment to close together. Press your sitting bones down, draw in through the abdominals. Let your breath lift your chest up, stacking shoulders over your hips. Bring our hands together at heart center. Take a moment to acknowledge that you got here, you did this. That's good. Thumbs to forehead center, acknowledging one another and receiving that acknowledgement from each other. And gratitude for the time that we share and the way that this practice brings us together. Yeah, for each other. Namaste. Well done, everybody. Thank you so much. It's good to see you. Good to see your faces. Yay. Have a fun day. See you soon. Oh, hello, new kitty. That's Sylvie, right? Awesome. Very cool. Welcome to the family, Sylvie. Thanks, Anna. Thank you, Joe. Good to hear you. <laughs> and thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.